Hello, everyone, and welcome to the finale of In Vain Valpurgisnacht. I want to take a moment to say thank you to our amazing guests, Autumn and Logan, for enriching our story. Thank you to Chad for telling a tale that kept us all on our toes. And thank you to all of you for listening. Well, even though this chronicle is coming to an end, don't worry. We still have more delightful stories to tell you. Our next episode will be an epilogue for this campaign, and then after a little break, hopefully not too long, we will be back with In Vain Blood Rush, a V5 campaign set in the California Gold Rush. I'll be taking over the reins for this wild western tale, but for now, let's get into our episode. Last time on In Vain. He was on the scene and he was trying to save a child, but the child died and he took it very hard and it just steeled his resolve. And that's something that you're, you're taking from him. He's giving that to you, but you pull away before he dies and you lick the wound and you leave him kind of in a dazed, dozy state and you get out of there. I'm sorry. There she goes. Yova has healed up some. Suze the Spirits has left. Joe and Jaeger are still at the car. And we will pick up next time where we figure out what to do and what's going on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In Vain Walpurgis Noct. I am Tessa. I play Dallas. I use she, her pronouns. You can find me at Sucky Dreams on Twitter. And my favorite moment of this entire campaign has to have been Dallas walking in on Maria and Yova canoodling. <laughs> okay, that was a good moment. It was a very good moment. Um, hey, I'm Fennec, your TTRPG Floof. You can find me on the Twitters at the Fennec Wolf. I play Yulva, the Nosferatu Vampire. The Nosferatu Russian Vampire, sorry. Uh, we both use she, her pronouns. And I think my favorite moment of this game would have had to have been when I got that messy critical on shooting Maximilian. Because <laughs> everybody just took a moment to... Go, holy shit, did this happen? I, I am Chad. I use he, him pronouns. I'm the storyteller. And let's see. Since, oh, uh, you can find me at Chadlicious on Twitter. And my favorite moment out of the whole chronicle that we've played is Max's introduction. No, thank you. He was so creepy. That's exactly why I liked it. I was like, oh, man. I really hope that they're suitably creeped out by this guy and are afraid of him. And then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after that whole scene, they were like, oh, my God, this is the most terrifying thing we've ever encountered. I can't listen to the sound of music uh, the same way ever again. Ever. And you don't know how good it feels to know that I have ruined a musical for you, Tessa. I'm not going to lie. As much as Max creeped me out, like from a meta standpoint, as a player i loved him as how he was a foil to our characters and everything he did so i did love max for that hated him but i still loved him may he rest in peace pieces 
Yes. Uh, speaking of which, actually, the pieces of Max are still in the trunk of the car as the four of you drive off towards the Church of the Holy Spirit. But before we get to that, uh, Dallas, we have some unfinished business. You have a stain on your humanity from the last episode, so if you would be so kind. It's just one stain, correct? Correct. Just one stain. And what's your humanity at? Eight. So you have 1d10 to roll. Uh, if you succeed, you feel remorse over your act out of your frenzy. If you don't, you lose a point of humanity. One success. All right. You feel remorse over frenzying in a crowded courtyard, and you're not entirely sure what you did, but you have a good idea. So what's going through your mind right now? Um, a healthy dose of, oh shit, I screwed up. Uh, I never should have done anything while that hungry. I know better. But also putting myself at a, okay, you screwed up, but you have to do what's right. And that's more important right now. You can grieve and fall apart later. Right now you have to focus. Okay. And Yilva, what's going through your mind as you're driving towards the Church of the Holy Spirit for what could possibly be a climactic confrontation, which could very well possibly also be your final night? She's thinking about Maria, and she's hoping that her letter got to Maria and how it's just full of her apologies and how much she loved her. And um, that she's ready to face this, to die for what she believes in. And also she's regretting not grabbing some bottles from the bar and making Molotov cocktails. And so I'm assuming that the two of you are just being quiet along the drive? Yeah, I think at some point I've probably sought out Jaeger's hand and just given it a quick squeeze. He's trying to take comfort in the fact that no matter how it goes down, we're at least together. Yeah, he squeezes it back, and y'all are just in the moment together. And as you're driving along, as you're getting closer to the church, Joe is kind of taking a, a mental inventory of some things, and she's kind of thinking out loud. She's like, okay, so we have Max's body in the trunk. And definitely use that for the intimidation factor. Uh, let's see, and you hear some rustling around in the back seat where she's at. And she's like, I still have this backpack full of grenades I have I think we could put it together real quick we have a Kalishnikov but I think uh, that might not help us very much where we're going mm. and we are down one werewolf yep um hmm well I mean we could strap the backpack to Max's body, throw it through the door, having pulled the pins on the grenades, and uh, make it go boom. Exactly what I was thinking. That will send a statement. I don't know that we can get close enough. Right, and with these explosives, I mean, if you just throw it in there, there's no guarantee we're going to take anybody out. We may have to be smarter about this. I don't know. So what? what's the plan, ladies? Do I sneak in? I can try sneaking in. I mean, you could. Uh, you might want to be careful in case anybody is able to sense you. So you probably want to stay away from, like, the older warlocks. Uh, 
Let's see. I mean, hell, if you could sneak in wearing this backpack, you'd have a better idea of what we can do with it. Uh, I like the amazing. yeah. I like the idea of just dragging Max's rotting corpse into the church. I'm all for that idea. Yeah, it'll make him hesitate, right? But keep in mind, though, we have no idea what we're walking into. I mean, I could rave inform it and get an idea. Take a look around. Do we have string? String? You bring Max's body in. I go in invisible. Start planting. Grenades in certain corners. Tied together with string. And then when needed, pull string, pull pins. Boom. What happens when the string becomes visible as you are winding around the room? Oh, good point. Right. That is why we tie now, and I go invisible with it, and then it does not become visible. Right. Well, the beautiful thing about a backpack full of grenades is you really just need to pull a pin on one of them in the backpack, and the explosion is much bigger. That's a really good point. Yeah, an explosion like that could... I think it would take out the prince. something to think about but Yulva I and it feels really weird to say this but I'm going to trust your judgment what do you think I also think we shouldn't hurt the church too much I mean it is a historical landmark there is that I'd like to try to leave it intact as much as possible that's a good point we could try throwing backpack at Prince after we drag Max in we say if we put his head in it and tie rig it to explode. Okay, so the plan is we go in with the body. Yulva, you're going to be unseen. And then from then on out, I think we should just play it by ear. Because like I said, we have no idea what we're walking into. They may just want to parlay. They may be walk- leading us into a trap. I don't know. We need to know before we act. And Yulva, you are better at sneaking than I am. Even in my raven form, I can still be seen and heard. You have a much better ability to be secret. When the shit hits the fan, I'm strong and fast. If shit hits the fan, I will uh, make something happen. I will throw backpack at Prince with grenades ready to go. Alright, we'll do a diversion. Alright. Oh, well, we're here. You're strong and fast, and I'm I guess strong and clawed. Jaeger squeezes your hand and says, you're gangrel. Yeah. We got this. All right. All right. So, Yulva, you park the car, and y'all go in as discussed? Yep. Okay. So, you step out of the car, and it is dark, obviously. Uh, there's There's a chill in the air, as, you know, we are actually getting closer to the fall winter season. And it started to rain lightly in here, so there's like this this layer of dampness all over everything, and the smell of of damp and earth and rot because beside this church is a graveyard, and you smell that, and the lights are all on inside the church. In the distance, you hear you still hear sirens. There's been a lot of stuff that has been going on in the city, and the first responders are stretched a little thin. They probably weren't expecting all the fireworks. 
and you approach the church. As you go up to it, you notice that the door is unlocked, and you hear the sounds of a lot of bodies in there, like a lot of movement, uh, some talking, some, some hushed conversations, some moaning, like in pain. What do you do? Um, Dallas is going to go to the trunk and grab a piece of Max and look over at Jaeger and Joe. Who wants the other piece? Or do we just want a piece? Uh, Jaeger's like, you grab the head, I'll grab the body. And so, but keep in mind, though, that the body is accelerated decay. It's gooey. (laughs) It is disgusting. So, it's a good thing that there were tarps in the back. Like, Max kept a lot of interesting instruments and tarps in the trunk of his car. Like the most disturbing Boy Scout, he was prepared. Oh, he was always prepared. There's rope in here. There's, you know, flint and steel. There's a tent. All sorts of things. There's aluminum foil. Anything sharp and pointy? There's a lot of things sharp and pointy in here. There's wooden stakes. There's scalpels. There's a corkscrew. There's um, a drain snake. Right. Yulva's going to take a couple of the wooden stakes put them in her pocket, grab a couple of the scalpels and do the same thing. I'm going to take his bayonet. Okay. And Joe hands Yulva a backpack full of grenades. All right. I put it on. All right. So Joe looks at you, Dallas, and says, well, it's showtime, I guess. Yep. Let's do this. So the ones that are staying visible are going to go in through the door. Uh, Yulva, you're going to have to wait until nobody's looking at you. Then I need you to give me a rouse check to activate Obfuscate, Cloak of Shadows. All right. Seven, I don't get hungrier, which is good. You go into the church. Who is first? Probably, probably me. Okay, so Dallas, you open up the door. It opens easily. Uh, You're followed by Jaeger and Joe. And Yulva, you... Sneak in. We'll get to you in a minute. As you all walk in, this is the scene that you see. Most of the kindred that you know in the city are here in this church. The prince is standing at the altar. Looks like she's pacing. Uh, Franz Anderson is standing on the side of the altar as well, just looking amused. Most of the other kindred are here. Let's see. Um, Henry's here, Sophia's present, Dorata's present, Werner is present, Lena is present, Lena's sire, Fiorella, is also here. They're sitting close together. Most of them are sitting in the pews. And on the altar, the one thing that catches everyone's attention is, you know, the big cross that's usually hanging behind altars in churches. Uh, Maria is tied to that cross. I'm sorry, What? that Maria is tied to the cross that is tied hanging over the altar. That's not good. And, and she's, her head is down and she's looking very limp. <laughs> Panicked fennec noises, by the way, folks. I want you to give me a composure and stealth roll to see if you don't scream out in surprise and ruin your obfuscate. 
Roll well, Fennec. Roll well. Two successes. All right, you vocalize surprise, but you keep it low enough to where your obfuscate doesn't drop. <laughs> and as you all walk in, the prince stops pacing, and everybody's eyes focus on the three people that they can see that walk through the door. And you see in the prince's hand, Yilva, a very familiar letter, a letter that you wrote to Maria. Hey, Chad. Yes? Is there a body of a fox anywhere nearby? None that you see. Okay. Not worried at all. All right. And so the prince stops, turns and sees you all and says... We have most of the traitors here. I'm surprised you came. Well, how could we resist such an invitation? At this point, Jaeger just grabs the tarp and flips his arms so that the corpse comes rolling onto the tarp and onto the floor of the church. Says, yeah, uh, we got something for you. Figured you would appreciate the return of someone breaking the masquerade within your city. Dallas, you still have Max's head, right? Are you holding it up? Are you holding it up? Are you throwing it at them? Oh, okay. You're holding it up? Okay. I'm holding it up with the... With the I, I appreciated... We figured you'd appreciate the return of a someone breaking the masquerade within your city. Fucking power move. I love it. The prince... She hesitates for a second. Then she realizes who that is because the clothing, the bayonet that you're also brandishing with the other hand... And there's just a lot of hushed whispering just going on around you. And you even you even hear Sophia going, holy shit, they killed Max. And the prince looks at you, looks at the group of you, the collective you, and says, you killed the sheriff. I killed someone breaking the masquerade. Protecting your city. Princess, you killed. And Jaeger, thinking quickly, says, That's right, she took him out by herself. Ripped his head clean off. You want some of this? And he is going to roll his manipulation. Few, a few faces in the church look a little skeptical, but a lot of them are... Just looking at you, Dallas, with this amazed look on their face. Looks like we're having a bit of a standoff. Dallas, is there anything else that you would like to say? Like any kind of intimidation power move or anything like that? I have the names of a few others breaking the masquerade. If you'd like to bargain for our removal of the city in a non-violent manner. I don't believe for one second that you did this just because he violated the masquerade. He was supposed to apprehend you as criminals, and you killed him. This doesn't absolve you of anything. If anything, this only makes matters worse for you. And she's just looking a bit furious. Franz is looking around all amused and everything. And Ilva, I want you to give me a roll here. I want you to roll your wits plus obfuscate. Two successes? Would you like to spend a willpower point? Did our willpower regenerate, or...? Uh, the highest of your composure or resolve, you get back. Ooh, I get back, too. Awesome. Same. Did anybody work to further their desire? 
I mean, the sheriff is dead. Yeah, I was going to say that was kind of our goal. Okay, every you each get one more back. Yay! All right, so we'll pick up again. Like, Would you like to spend a willpower point? Three successes, successes, which bumps it up to five. So you are sneaking around the church and Francis scanning the area. It's obvious that he's looking for things other people can't find, and he doesn't notice you. All right, I'm going to unclench my butthole a little. Seeing as how you're a Nosferatu, you could also be talking about your face, so... This is true. I mean, yeah, we'll go with that. Where are you going while this scene is playing out, Yova? Um, so, okay, so everybody is sitting in the pews, correct? And Maria's up on the cross, and the prince is at the podium along with Leon and Franz, correct? Leon is not there, neither is Aisley. It's the the prince and Franz are there. Got it. Um, She's going to kind of start inching her way closer to the podium where they're at, but not like going up to it completely, just to like, you know where the front pew is? And then there's kind of like that 10 foot gap between the altar. She's going to slowly make her way up to that front pew area. Okay, so you're getting closer to the altar? Correct. I would like for you to give me another wits and obfuscate roll. Three successes? You're sneaking along towards the altar. And I'm assuming as you're getting there, you're looking very closely at all the people up there and you're looking at Maria pretty intently. And she shuffles a little bit. She raises her head a bit up uh, from the side and she's just looking around, blinking, and her eyes actually kind of focus on you. And she pauses for a second and then she hangs her head and she starts like, squirming and moaning. She's oh, it hurts so bad. Oh, God, help. Somebody help me. Help. And she's starting to, like, moan a bit louder and louder. And the prince is looking right at you, Dallas, and she's about to, you know, say something to you, but Maria is being a little bit too noisy. And she stops, and she looks over at Lena, says, could you shut her up, please? How about you let her down? Oh, no. She holds up the letter from Yilva and says, we have proof she is working for the Anarchs. Her fate will be the same as yours. And Lena gets up and walks over to the cross where Maria is. And like she's, she's going to Maria and she's, you know, like, are the the rope's too tight. You okay? You need to be quiet right now. And so she's checking out the bindings for Maria and Maria moves her head and it looks like she's whispering to Lena. And that's just what it looks like right now. But Maria quiets down. And so the prince takes a breath, goes back to the conversation and says, I think the first thing that we need to do is stake you all, and we now have fodder for the box for many a decade. We know that the box works. She looks over at the, the rest of the crowd and says, as of tonight, the blood tithe is now ended. The wards have been powered for quite some time now, thanks to Otto's sacrifice. And I think, Dallas, I think you will be the next one. <laughs> 
you can either come along peacefully or we can make this very, very painful for you all. In what universe do you think that I would agree to be a puppet for you and power your little device peacefully? Well, before you went on this little juvenile rampage, you did have a choice. Now you don't. Now this is the consequence of your actions. You are now owned by clan and house Tremere, and you will submit yourself to judgment or you will be destroyed right here, right now. And that goes for all of you, Joe included. You first, bitch. Jaeger just flips her off. Now Yova <laughs> Yova unobfuscates and pulls the pin and throws the backpack. A whole lot of things are happening at once. As soon as the prince finishes speaking, she gestures towards Dallas, and Dallas, you just float upwards into the air. And she makes a like a clenching motion with her fist, and your arms and legs are pinned to your side. You are floating in midair, completely helpless. Uh, Dallas yells, Now, Yulva's about to spring into action, but uh, Maria has been whispering to Lena, and then all of a sudden, Lena just she starts shaking uncontrollably and she turns around and her face is just contorted in rage and she's looking straight at her sire and says I'm gonna kill you you fucking bitch and she jumps runs to the altar leaps up on the altar and dives off of it moving almost faster than anyone can see but she lunges right at her sire and she starts like hitting her and clawing at her hair and screaming at her and saying, this is the unlife that you wanted to give me? I'm your fucking whore, you bitch. And then just starts slamming, you made me say goodbye to my sister. And she starts like, punching her, punching her. The only person I ever loved. Lena looks like she is just not her own. So, I mean, if you weren't, if you didn't just witness events, she would just say like she's like in a frenzy, but she has like this manic, psychotic look in her eye. And Maria is watching them and she's she's got like this self-satisfied smile on her face that's my girl that's demontation for you and at this point you know franz and a lot of everyone else is watching lena just kind of flip her freaking shit uh yilva what are you doing you said that you're pulling the pin and running towards who pulling the pin running towards the prince and leon and then trying to like Leon's jump up there. and or not Leon, Franz, and then trying to jump up and cover Maria's body with my own. So you are pulling the pin and you're throwing the backpack towards the prince and Franz and then shielding Maria from the blow? Yeah. Okay, give me a dexterity and I guess athletics roll to make sure that the bag hits its mark. Roll well, roll well. Three successes. Okay. Uh, I think the, the prince is suitably distracted. I think this is a, a pretty good distraction. Franz is a bit craftier, so he actually manages to kind of see what's going on and start to move, but it all happens so fast. So you pull the pin, and we're talking like seconds. You throw it towards the prince. Uh, the prince is, has turned and is seeing like this scene with Lena while she's holding Dallas up. And then a backpack hits her, and she looks down at the backpack, and it explodes. 
it explodes big. Uh, let's see here. So who's in the area of the blast? So the prince is at ground zero. Friends is caught into it. Uh, the entire altar is, is caught with this. Yilva and Maria would also not be unscathed from this. So the good thing with shrapnel and explosions and vampires is you all take half damage. But I want... So Maria is tied to a cross. She can't really do much about it. Uh, Yilva is really no soak or anything in V5. Explosions, explosions. It's great to go, bang. Uh, when the smoke clears here, I want... Let's see. It was a lot of grenades that were in that backpack. So, Yulva, you'll be taking half the damage from this. So you take three damage. Uh, your body did manage to shield most of the shrapnel from Maria, so she takes less damage than that. But, you know, it was the, the, the shrapnel really is the hurdy bit. So mark three damage. And Dallas, you fall. You take one level of damage. She lifted you up pretty high, but now all of a sudden she doesn't have a grip on you. Three is halved, correct? No, three is after the halving. With my fortitude, can I ignore that or no? I can't remember. Yeah, why not? You're tough. So you land. Oh, do you want to give me a? Do you want to give me a Dex and Athletics roll to see if you land in the superhero landing? Yes. All right, go for it. Uh, that would be four successes. All right, so you stick the superhero landing. And let's see. Looks like Jaeger and Joe both rush the altar. What do you do, Dallas? I think it's time for claws and rushing. Okay. So Joe, with her celerity, she gets there before anybody else. And she gets there just in time to... Let's see. So this is all happening very fast. He's not prepared for this yet, but she's going to hit Franz pretty hard and hit him so hard, he hits the other wall. Fuck yeah, Joe. Oh yeah. That kind of takes some of the wind out of Jaeger's sails, because he's like, well, damn. And so he's like looking around at everybody else in the pews with his claws out, and he's like, who's next? Who's next? And Dallas, who are you rushing to? Lena is still just like, she's, she's smacking down on her sire and at this point her sire just like slaps Lena so hard she goes flying a few pews back I think I'm going to be rushing the prince okay so you go rushing up to the altar and the prince once all the smoke and the shrapnel and the fire and all that clears you see that she has she's been severely injured by this blast Uh, she's actually missing like the lower ends of her legs and one of her hands is severely burnt and she's just on her face and she's writhing in agony and she's just just moaning in pain and anger. I would like to put her out of her misery. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Fennec, you have your hand up. I was going to say, seeing this, can you toss Dallas one of the wooden stakes? I don't know. That's up to you. Dallas, would you take a wooden stake if Yilva threw it at you? do that okay so first let's have uh because i think it's cool for dallas to catch it in midair dallas i want you to roll your strength plus brawl 
Alright, so you have to make a called shot and a minus two penalty and inflict five points or more of damage of either type before having. Uh, let's see. This damage can stem from a ranged weapons test using a grenade launcher or a crossbow firing sharpened wooden bolts. It can stem from close combat with a strength plus melee attack using the stake as a weapon. A stake always has a damage modifier of plus zero regardless of how it is applied. So it's going to be your strength plus melee minus two. And, and you can give me a rouse check to add a die to your pool. I'm trying to think if Dallas would go for a staking or if she'd really just kind of want to claw her the way she did Max and just kind of rend her apart. I like the idea of staking her, so let's let's go ahead and we'll try that at first, and then if that doesn't work, then we'll rend. So that's melee and strength minus two. I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend a uh I'm gonna do a hunger roll to get an extra die. That is a success. I do not get hungrier. You call upon your beast and the power of your blood to help you. That is only one success. I don't have enough dice, unfortunately. Okay. All right. So you just stick it in her shoulder and she's in even more pain. She's just mad at this point. Now I'm going to go for tearing and rending. With okay. Claws. Well, well, she gets to act now, now that she knows what the hell's going on. I want you, so you have a choice here. You can either rose your, neither roll your composure plus occult or your composure plus fortitude. Uh, uh, composure plus fortitude. Absolutely. One success. That's really awful. Um, can I spend a willpower to reroll? You absolutely can. You can also do a rouse check to gain another die. Another uh, dice for that pool. Uh, I do get hungrier. Uh, that is three successes total. So you stick the stake in her shoulder, she screams, and with her good hand, she reaches out and grabs you around the wrist. It feels like all of your veins are on fire as she boils the blood inside of you. You take one level of aggravated damage, and you gain another point of hunger. Alrighty. Oh, it hurts. It hurts bad. Lots of NPCs are fighting right now. The haze of war is happening, so you guys might not be too aware of what's going on. Yilva, what are you doing? Um, she's gonna work on getting Maria down. She figures Dallas has got the fighting taken care of. Okay, and you said that you had some knives in your pockets. So, yeah, you can cut her down easily. Uh, You're working on it. I mean, it's not gonna take a couple of seconds. It's gonna be a little bit, so you're still working on that. And while you're cutting her down, Maria's there. She's like, well, this kind of set off a whole powder keg, didn't it? Indeed. You know, I uh, didn't think you were into this sort of thing. Had they known I would have bought a nun outfit. There's a time and a place. This is neither. I am nervous. I joke when I'm nervous. This isn't a sex thing. I'm just hanging out, okay? I know this. How did they find you? Can we talk about that later? Can you cut me down now, please? Da. Sound of knife cutting. While you're cutting her and it cutting her down uh inside her shirt uh stella pops her head out and she kind of scurries up and sits on your shoulder oh good i was worried you're all right no she starts licking your face yes time and place for that right now uh, we got to get maria down cut 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 because i can't make cutting noises right so you are busy doing that uh we will go back to dallas 
your blood just got boiled inside of you. How do you react to that? Uh, I said, it's very much rage and anger. It's no more, I want to stake you. It's absolutely, I am going to tear you apart with my bare hands. Okay, so you're going to grow your claws? Yep, and she's just going to rend. So give me a rouse check, and if you're going to attack her, you need to give me a strength plus brawl plus two roll. Alrighty. Uh, let's see here. That is a messy critical. So four plus two, that's six successes. She is going to try to d- defend herself. Hold on. How many successes did you get? Six. Well, she got four successes to kind of get away from your claws. So you only do two points of damage to her that do not get halved. Correct. And it's aggravated. Yeah, you No, it's not aggravated. It's just lethal for her. Yeah. And so, yeah, aggravated. The rules for aggravated are a bit different in this edition. It's okay. So you go, you like, she starts to roll out of the way and you actually claw a little bit of what's left of one of her legs. And she like, she's yelling in pain and agony and she's just screaming for somebody, anybody to kill you. And so that was that. Uh, Yulva, you are still working on Maria. Yep. And Dallas, the prince is going to try to do some more magic on your ass. She's rolled out of the way, and then she's gotten enough distance between you and her, and she lifts up her good hand, and much like the way you saw Leon do it, uh, she conjures a ball of flame, and she is going to throw it at you. I don't like, I don't like, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Thanks for that. Are you going to try to dodge, or are you going to are you going to rush her? Ooh, um, I'm going to rush her. Okay, because that's the way combat works here: is you can either dodge or attack, and whoever gets more successes does the damage. I'm I'm a rusher. Okay, so you you run to her, hoping to close the distance before she even has a chance to throw the fireball. So, okay, so give me another uh, attack roll with the claws, and she will try to make a roll to throw the fireball at you. Holy fucking tits! Holy shit! Three tens, um, one on a hunger die. So this is another messy critical. That is uh, um, ten successes. You got... Ten successes. Yeah, yeah, I did. And a messy critical. Yep. So much like an animal, like you, you even like get down and you run on all fours for a brief while, and she's about to to cock back and throw the fireball. But before she's able to even make the forward motion, you're you're on her like a wild animal, like with fangs and claws. You just like tear her open. You rip her apart. You're like just reaching into her chest and carving things out. You're cutting her throat. You, you like bite her so hard that you sever the, the spinal cord connection to her head. And she just turns into dust, right? As you are carving her up. Fuck yeah, Dallas. That's my girl. Still doubt me now? She like basically growls out. Yeah. Uh, You just... At the, you're like just completely seized by the moment right now, Dallas. You just you barely have enough attention that you're you're not quite certain you've heard what you heard, but you think you hear uh, Jaeger on the other side of the altar go, "Damn, girl, you scary." And Maria falls off the cross and lands in a heap on the altar. She's like, "I think we should get the hell out of here now." Duh, Dallas, let's go. 
at this point, let's see, uh, Joe just appears uh, in between you and Maria Yilva, and she grabs both of you and picks you up and says, we got to get the hell out of here now. And then next thing you know, you guys are outside of the church. Uh, Dallas, are you running or are you staying? The question is, like, here we got to get out? Give me a composure and awareness roll at a two-dice penalty. You are, like, seized by the gangrel bloodlust right now. One success. Yeah, no. You're, you're just, you're reveling in the moment. You are the apex fucking predator in this church right now. Yeah. This is not gonna go well for me. Yeah, as you're, as you're kind of, you know, yeah, you're, I don't know, you're, you're all, like, hopped up in your own hype. You see Franz is coming out of the back corner, just wreathed in flame, and he's not looking too happy. It's been an honor, Hilda. Well, he's, he's coming at you. Are you going to do anything? Are you, you going to try to attack him or are you going to try to escape? I'm going to try to escape. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of fire. And that's a, that's a, that's a no. Well, he's on fire and he's floating towards you. No, I, that's still, that's still a no. Yeah. So he's going to try to take a shot at you. You're going to try to escape. So I need you to give me a, let's see, dexterity and athletics roll. One success. Not going to do it. I think I blew my wad with that real good roll a few minutes ago. I don't believe this. So he also got one success. Spend a willpower, Dallas. You could. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And so will he. Oh, come on. That's only fair. Two successes. Both are tens. Uh, no, four successes. Two are tens. So that's six successes. And when I re-rolled, I rolled three ones. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry for sending bad dice, Juju. 10, 10, 8, 7, 5, 1. It's not so much like a fireball like you were expecting. It's more like this concussive like ray of destruction coming at you. And you, I don't know, Dallas, to describe, like, if this was an action movie, how would Dallas be avoiding this magical laser beam of death that's coming right for you? Um, how, how big is it? Is it, like, just, like, a focused laser beam, or is it, like, a laser beam? It's, like, we'll just say it's about, like, as, like, as wide as your head. Okay, so she, like full-on flips out of the way, gets onto her feet, and just starts booking. And so you run. Um, the other kindred in the church are not <laughs> going to stop you because of the display of whatever the hell it is that they just witnessed uh, in there. Uh, you come running out. Uh, so we'll back up a second. So Yilva, you, next thing you know, you're standing outside the church. And then you hear like this loud noise and it sounds like things are breaking and, and stone is rupturing inside the church. And then Dallas comes rolling out. Like looks like looks a little singed, but just kind of OK. And Joe is uh, looking around, looking at the church like she's thinking. And she looks at you, Dallas, and you, Yilva and says you need to get to safety 
There's something I have to do. Are you sure? Yeah. And I will, I'll get Jaeger out of there too. Thank you for everything. All right. Uh, we'll meet up later. If there is a later. It has been honor. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. In the car. Okay. So you two run to the car. Yilva, you, you've hotwired this thing like two times already. So you, you know, start the damn thing. Where are you going? Do you have a destination in mind or are you just flooring it and just going somewhere? Flooring it and going somewhere. Looking at Dallas. The club is probably not safe. Go to the woods. Woods. All right. Driving to the woods. So you drive to the woods, Dallas in the passenger seat next to you, Maria in the back, just kind of laying down and just going, whoo, woo. You okay, Maria? Oh, man, that was wild. That was crazy. I did not know Lena had so much pent up rage inside of her. God damn. The prince is dead. The pr- I'm sorry, what? The prince is dead. The prince is dead. You killed the prince? Yeah. We also killed the sheriff, so there is big power vacuum at moment. Wait, so y'all killed the prince and the sheriff? Yeah. Holy shit, you guys. Dallas starts doing that half hysterical laugh where she's just like, holy crap, I'm still breathing, so to speak. Oh no, Dallas's mind snapped. I knew this would happen. Yova just laughs. <laughs> I think it does more relief that we are alive. Well, no, none of us are alive. Oh, God, I survived. Oh, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, he's gangrel. He'll be fine. Yeah, because he's gangrel. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's, uh, yeah. (laughs) So, Maria, she sits up and looking perky, just not at all like somebody who has just escaped certain death would be acting as like, so girls, where are we going? We going someplace fun? Woods for right now. The woods are not that fun. Is there a place we can hide in woods, like structure or building? If there were buildings in there, they wouldn't be called the woods, now would they? Ah, hey, I said wood twice. Do I know of like a cave or anything that would be good for hiding out? Oh, yeah. Uh, you, right, you're trying to think of a, a good place to go. So, uh, you know what? Why don't you give me a composure and awareness roll? to see if you can really quickly just think of a good hiding place in the Odenwald. Fucking hell, four successes. Roll 20 roller really likes me tonight. I swear, for anyone who questions my rolls, I am using a digital roller. Hacks. All right. Right, because I totally know how to do that. You know of a place. It's, you know, it's a cave. It's not an area that is like near any trails so it's not like a lot of campers or or hikers know about this place you know about it only because you used to spend so much time just wandering around in the woods uh, in the daytime but finding this place at night might be a little more tricky but you at the very least you know of a place where you guys can ditch the car and then walk towards the cave yeah I've, I've got an idea all right there's a there's a cave I know of. It's it would be a good place to lie low. Um, it's not around any trails or anything. It would be unlikely to be found. Um, uh, we can pull off in this parking lot and, and hoof it from there. All right. Yolva turns the wheel and parks the car. 
Dallas leads you guys out to where the cave is, and you, the three of you, get there without any issues. That's a good thing Dallas is able to see in the dark. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. As soon as I get them in the cave, I'm going to go hunt something because I'm at hunger for. Okay, so Dallas leads you guys to the cave and then runs off to go hunt, uh, leaving you guys in darkness. It's a good thing Maria's swatch lights up. So she's pressing down on the button and the watch is glowing and she's looking around. It's like, it's wonderful places that you bring me to, Yelva. <laughs> I apologize. It was not my intention to uh, romance you in a cave, but here we are. Yeah, I don't think I'm in the mood for romance right now. <laughs> Yelva laughs and just hugs her tightly. I am glad that you are okay. Yeah, I'm glad I'm okay, too. I mean, I might be a bit high maintenance, but I at least require a mattress. Um, yeah, um, uh, hey, Yelva, and Maria just kind of pushes your shoulders back and and just gets out of your arms for a second. Is, um, there's something I have to tell you. Okay. I, I, I told the prince. I told the prince about the attack on the warehouse. I I couldn't let innocence die, and I saw innocence dying, and I did what I thought was right, and I ended up in that situation, and I put everyone in a lot more danger, and I understand if you never want to see me again. The elf is just as quiet for a moment, and stands up on her tiptoes and kisses Maria's forehead and I understand. I would not love you if you were not you. And I am proud that you stuck to your convictions. So, you're not mad at me? I am not mad. I know what it is to use secrets and to tell people. Okay, so that wasn't... What you just did wasn't the kiss of death. Okay, good. Okay. No, that was a kiss of love and forgiveness and that i still wish to be with you oh well that's good well hey you're in luck we have a cave to ourselves all right dallas you are out hunting so i want you to give me a composure and animal ken roll four successes you find enough animals to slake two hunger i'll take it <laughs> yeah so it's like a few deer some smaller mammals, a bird or two, and all of that together just takes some of the edge off. You're still hungry, but not that hungry. Do you return to the cave after you're slaked? Okay. I return so you, to the cave after I'm slaked. Okay, you go in there, and the, the swatch light is off, and Yilva and Maria are just kissing in the middle of a really dark cave. There's like the dripping sound of water somewhere. I don't know. This is not the best place for it, but it is what it is. Do you guys may- want me to make like a fire or something? I think we've had enough fire. I agree. That's why I didn't make it well before I left. Yeah. Well, at the very least, the two of us that aren't gangrel can see. I can rig something up if you want. No, uh, we're good. At least I am. So I am fine. So time passes. You start a little fire, and the three of you are just sitting around. And there's Maria. It's like, so now what? 
Are we forest vampires now? No. I don't want to be a forest vampire. Yeah, me either. I I like television too much. Like I need I I want my MTV. There are creepy eight-eyed deer out here, so no. It's creepy deer? Aren't all deer creepy? I mean they're mm, deer. Most deers don't have eight eyes. You're right, most don't. I've seen one that does. It was very creepy. Great. So, I don't know that the situation we're in is better or worse than the one we left then. I would say better, because we're not being chased by somebody on fire. Um, gotta figure out where we should try and meet up with Joe and Jaeger. Ooh, or how we can reach, how we contact them. I don't know. Ooh, ooh, Dallas, Dallas. Well, you're freaking out about an eight-eyed deer? Well, I mean, you know what the opposite of an eight-eyed deer is. What? No idea. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wait, what do you call a deer with no eyes and no legs? What? Still no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's really good. I like that I got joke. Jokes. That was good. That was good. I guess the. The laughter feels good <laughs> after what you guys went through. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Maria's like, no, like, seriously, like, the prince is dead. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. I mean, usually that's a coup. Um, somebody is going to declare praxis and take the prince's place. And they're going to need to appoint a new sheriff. But I've seen this before in cities that lose a prince. It becomes a, like a, not necessarily a bloodbath, but there's a lot of fighting that goes on as people try to claw their way to power. They could get ugly. Make it go somewhere else. Could, or the Camarilla would be way too distracted with the infighting to really pay attention to a small group of anarchs. Especially a small group of anarchs that fucking killed the former prince. I'm actually okay with and that. And the sheriff. And the sheriff. Could have I mean, my I'm... bar where it's neutral zone among all paranormals. I'd be okay with that. Well, good, because I mean, at this point, I'm guessing I've I've been kicked out of the little club too at this point. Welcome aboard. Yay! Anarchs, go Anarchs! We live in caves. We're not going to live in caves. We're Are you just, sure? Yeah. Right now we're in a cave. We're not living here. We're just hanging out for a little bit until... I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, we could probably start heading back to the city in a little bit. It was just more of a where is it likely that we'd be safe from the craziness for a little bit. But yeah, at this point, I don't know. We should probably head back to club because it's probably where Jaeger and Joel will be wanting to meet us and then we are make plan from there. Yeah, we could go down to the secret basement room. Are you sure that's safe? We're going to at least need somebody to keep an eye out. Or, I mean, at this point, we probably caused so much damage that I think everyone needs to lay low for a few nights to make sure that we can repair the masquerade. All right, well, let's at least start walking back to the car. So, oh, do we, do, do y'all know any good, like, camping songs or, or something? 
Are you supposed to sing camping songs when you're like out in the woods and you're yeah. like pretending to be homeless, but you're not really homeless? I know a couple from when I was a camp counselor back in America. The only ones I know are in Russian and they are about Stalin and how great he is. They are not that good. Mine are just about socks. Black socks, they never get dirty. The longer you wear them, the blacker they get. Someday, I think I will wash them, but something keeps telling me don't do it yet. It's really dumb. And kind of disgusting. Well, that's going to be stuck in my head for centuries now. You're welcome. Oh. Never left mine. Oh my god. Oh wait, there is one I remember we made up. It uh, goes, pants, pants, I'm getting some pants, pants. I'm getting some pence. Okay, new idea. How about we just walk to the car in complete silence? Okay. She starts humming about socks now. Ain't got pants, brother. Ain't got no pants. He's got a naked booty. So you go back to the club. And Ilva, I'm assuming that you're, you're staying off the main roads because, like I said, there's a lot of stuff has happened in the city tonight. Uh, you're even, like, curious. You turn on the, the radio, and even on the news, they're saying that there's been, like, explosions. There's been an attack at the new campus of Heidelberg University. There's been, like, some kind of... Not entirely certain whether it was, like, gang fighting or a terrorist attack at a warehouse... Uh, there's a lot of speculation, like the talking heads on the radio. Some are blaming the RAF, saying that this could have been a terrorist attack. Others talking about how students today are just violent, destructive a-holes, especially the ones that are studying here from America, because, you know, they have that gun culture thing, and this is kind of like what they do. And it just goes on from there. Right, the city is in chaos, so hopefully that means they do not bother us. Oh, I think this is the the best time. I mean, when when there's absolute chaos going all around you, you go to ground. I don't think anyone's going to be trying to get revenge tonight, because that would just make things worse. I think they have bigger things to worry about right now. This is true. Uh, Maria stops. She gets really quiet. And she's just zoning out, like just staring off into space. And she becomes unresponsive. Maria? Yeah, there's no response. Okay, then. That is, uh, hopefully everything is okay. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. And she, like, jolts back awake. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh. what's up? Yeah. So, I just wanted to see if maybe I could see what what happened to, to Jaeger and Joe and there's so many clashing possibilities right now. It's ooh, it's like a riot going on in my brain. It, ooh. Oh, jeez. Is anything leaking out of my ears? Mm, not that I can see. Oh, that's the worst kind. She rubs at her neck a little bit. Just gives it a sniff. Her finger a sniff as I shrugs. Yeah. But for the most part... Um, but I, I, I see you happy, Dallas. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if you're, do you like Jaeger, right? I guess it could be a good thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm seeing, I saw, I saw a marble statue with two faces. 
and the faces were eating different parts of it. It was weird. It's like a like a, a statue at war with itself. Weird. Anyway, so club time, right? Duh. All right, so you eventually get to the club and park the car, get inside. Uh, you go to the panic room area. Uh, I'm going to go upstairs and uh, Anna, I don't think, stayed, right? She didn't stay at the club. She went home to be No, you, you told her to go back to the dorm. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're going to give her a call? I'm going to give her a quick call and let her know that I'm okay. That everything's okay for right now. Make sure she's all right. All right, so she's glad to hear that you're okay. She's like, oh, oh, that's, wow, that's great. It didn't take as long as I thought. Do you need me? Not right now, but I'll let you know, okay? Uh, oh, okay. Should should I stop by tomorrow? Because I think you you guys are open tomorrow, right? I will call you first thing um, just after sunset tomorrow to let you know what time you should come by. Oh, okay. So wait till sunset. Okay, great. So and I'll call. Okay, great. So I guess I should go to sleep now. Get some sleep. Okay, good. Uh, goodbye. Good night. Oh, yeah, good night. He hangs up. Other things I'm getting used to. You go downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go downstairs and you join Yilva and Maria. And in the the basement area, you see Jaeger's there. He's looking a bit crispy. He got out. Uh, and on the sofa, you see there's Joe is sitting on the sofa. And she looks like she's trying to to wipe off some smudges on Lena's face and Lena's just kind of fussing with her. She's like, stop touching me. I'm okay. And Joe's like, shut up. You took a big hit. Hi. I'm glad you're all right. Jesus Christ. Fiorella could have like shattered your head. What were you thinking jumping on her like that? And Lena's like, I don't, I don't know. I just, all of a sudden I just got so angry and everything that I've been holding back just came out and I just, it was like I was watching myself just do this and I couldn't stop myself and Maria's like yeah sorry about that but but hey it, it must have been cathartic you must feel a whole lot better now right and Lena just looks at Maria just completely deadpan and says I can never show my face again to the Camarilla um, all my holdings all my wealth everything is now gone because of that little stunt that I pulled. And for some reason, I couldn't stop screaming about my crimes. So thanks for that. And Maria gives her a big smile, says, you are welcome. Oh, Maria, I love her so much. Oh, Leon's going to be so, so mad. Or he'll be really happy. I'm not sure which. Joe looks at you and says, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that the first person you think about in this situation is Leon. No, it's, it's not the first person. It just it just hit me. I've been worried sick about you two and, and trying to figure out what the hell we should do now that the prince is dead and the sheriff is dead. And uh, 
terrified of Franz. Joe says, what What do we have to do? The prince and the sheriff are dead. They, they're bound to know if they send anybody else after us, we'll kill them too. I mean, they look pretty scared of you, Dallas. I don't think they're going to mess with you anytime soon. And besides, the Camarilla has to lick its wounds right now. They also have to make sure that humans do not find out about us and everything we did tonight and, you know, do a little damage control. Exactly. Did anyone else get really hurt? Well, I mean, there was a few people that they kind of got caught in some crossfire and Jaeger had to fight off a few people, but I don't think there was anything serious. I don't think anybody else has died. While this conversation is going on, anybody who cares to pay attention, Lena just kind of, she slumps back and is just staring off into space and just looks, I don't look, she doesn't know what to do now. Yulva just goes over and awkwardly pats her on the shoulder. It will be alright. She kind of shrinks away from your touch, almost instinctually. And Joe, she motions to you, Yulva, that you know, she'll be okay. Just give her some space. And Joe looks at Lena and says, so... That, that stuff that you were saying, that was that was real stuff, that was all that was true. Lena just kind of nods almost robotically. And Joe said, I heard you say that you 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 tried to have Fiorella killed. And Lena nods robotically again. Lena, what did you do? Lena shrugs and says, I, I told Eric to plant a car bomb. And he did. Uh, Yulva, you saw this scene from Eric's memories, but it was Joe saying that to Eric in as far as your memory goes. Yulva just goes, huh. That makes more sense now than other way around. Yeah. And Lena says, I don't know how you do the, piercings and the head shaving every night. It's just, ugh, ugh, felt dirty. And Joe says, Lena, why? Just why? And Lena, staring straight ahead, or staring at her hands and just talking. She's, you know, I, when we were embraced, I thought our lives would be different. I didn't think that she would just use us to feed from. So tired of us being used constantly by Johns and pimps. And when she sent you away, I, I couldn't take it anymore. And I thought if I acted like the, the good little daughter that she wouldn't see it coming but she survived. So now that that's out of the bag, I guess I am. Well, I don't know what I am. I need to think about that. And Joe kind of gets up and motions for the rest of y'all to leave her alone for a bit. Joe looks shocked, almost, almost like she doesn't know. This is the first time you've seen Joe at a loss for words. But she shakes it off quickly and says, okay, so what's the plan for tonight? Layla. Like all of us here? We can. It's, I mean, the panic room is pretty safe. Well, it is, but I 
when this night's over... You don't have to. Well, I mean, there is strength in numbers. However, if we're all in the same place together, they can hit this place and get us all. It would be nice if we had people to watch during the day. I can, I can call some of my ghouls over. I can call mine too. Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Just make sure that we can sleep safely. And then... Tomorrow night's a new night. We will figure it out then. You make arrangements uh, to have the place watched while you sleep. Is there anything that the two of you have any burning desires to do before we end the chronicle? I want to kiss my vampire boyfriend. That's what I want to do. Yeah, Yulva is going to pull a ring off that she has. It's just a very simple ring that was her father's. And she's going to hand it to Maria. So, want to go steady? Go steady? What what is this, the 50s? Well, I was embraced then. Oh, okay. So, what, what exactly is involved in going steady? That wasn't a thing that we did when I was a teenager. Uh, I would well, when say I was a, when I was a teenager, most of my friends died in childbirth. But anyway, what? It just means that we live this life together. If you want to. Oh yeah, sure. It smooches her. It's like oh, not in front of the Toreador. Mm, they need a new idea of what beauty is. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're crazy in love. All right. Uh, is there anything Dallas is going to do before going down? Or are you still just spooching your vampire boyfriend? I think she's just going to kind of survey everything and just. Okay. Tomorrow's another day. We will end the Volpurgis Noct Chronicle of In Vain. And. Next time, we are going to do uh, an epilogue episode just to tie up some loose ends and see what has happened to the city after all the dust settles and where things will go from here and what is in store for Heidelberg. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all for coming on this adventure with us. Thank you, everybody. The Infane Podcast is a proud member of the Nerdsmith Network. Visit nerdsmith.org for all of your nerdy entertainment needs.